Welcome to Story Tell Her. I am your host, Montia Imagini. This platform is designed to share our life's stories. Stories of love and laughter, tragedy and triumph, testimonies and deliverance, healing and hope, inspiration and legacy. Listen and lean into the story. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Story Tell Her. If you've been rocking with me, this is Cousins Chat Part 2. And if you listen to Part 1, you know that I have dedicated my one-year anniversaries to my cousins. And today, I have two of my cousins with me, Darius and Dorian. Welcome, Darius, to Storytell Her for the first time. Introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Darius. I'm uh, Montia's first cousin, one of her closest cousins. Come on, closest cousin. <laughs> Do I need to that's say something more? I'm that's sorry. all you got? I'm Darius. Uh, I'm just Darius. I stand about five. 65 pounds. Yeah, because we're we, we trying to get there your wife. Go ahead. Uh, I'm, I'm just playing. He enjoys long walks on the beach. Chubb, <laughs> it's not your turn. All My right. Man. So now we have Dorian back, and this is his second time. I, tro- I told you I would have you back again, Chubb. But go ahead and introduce yourself okay. again. I'm always happy to be back to your show. I love your insight and listening to other people's insight, uh, when they, what they have to say when I'm listening to your show. I, I also host my own show, uh, Let's Talk Shop, uh, yep. and I'm going to start co-hosting a new podcast with two other people. Uh, it's going to be called, it's called Black Cash Podcast. So there you go. It's me in okay. a nutshell. And I, and I do like long walks on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> um, is one of y'all driving? What's that cooking sound? Uh, that's, yeah, I'm driving. <laughs> I was at work, and then I had to run and grab a prescription for Jen. So then I had, then I had to pick up Avery, and I forgot about that. So, but I mean, I ain't gonna use the blinker. I'll just I'll just cut people off. They'll, they'll see it coming. Okay, because when we recorded with Dom last week. You guys are funny. All right, so we're going to get into it. Season two has been about relationships, and we're going to kick this off with Darius talking about being a single father and dating in the midst of the pandemic. How's it going, Darius? Oh, man, I didn't know that kind of question was coming, but yeah, it's uh, it's actually um, it has its ups, it has its downs. Um, you know, parenting comes first. My children come first before anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, I, with the days I'm with them, I choose not to to um, mingle or anything like that. Um, I do consider my Tuesday and Wednesday are my days to um, enjoy myself. Um, but I do work seven days a week, so every um, day. <clears throat> Yeah, Bless so it's, it's definitely tough. It's, it's, uh, it's definitely been a, a rough road through the pandemic as well as when we 
um, have been able to have some freedom. Um, it has its shares, like I said, its ups and downs. Um, the the bad part is just the the schedule. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's more so I got to find somebody who's willing to work with my schedule. So that's what it boils down to when it comes down to dating. Um, but other than that, you know, I enjoy my time with the kids. You know, um, it's not like I feel like I'm missing anything. There is a sense of loneliness there, but I'm not missing anything. Yeah. One of the reasons why I wanted to bring up fatherhood is because Mother Snead at my church, you know, she's older. And one thing that she told me about our generation of fathers is that she's so proud of them because they are the most hands-on generations of fathers that she has ever seen. And I see that when I'm watching you, Mike, Dom, TJ, Chubb, just Deontay, like all of y'all, sometimes I just sit back in amazement of, of, of how great of fathers you all are. Thanks, Tia. Well, thank you. Definitely. You know, we had good examples. I had my father in my life. Um, and most of the people you name had their fathers in their lives. Mm-hmm. So it, it it came from good parenting. And then Absolutely. the ones that didn't have their own fathers in lives that had uh, to had to look up to someone or have uh, father figures still are good fathers. Yeah. They chose to, to, to break the pattern and do differently. Yes. Any thoughts on fatherhood, Chubb? Uh, I do want to say, dear, I think you're doing an outstanding job. Um, the system is not designed to help dads out. So the fact that you just you just put your foot forward first going for your kids, putting them before you uh, is already a, a, a very strong mindset to have. Um, but I think you do an outstanding job and your, your kids are lucky right now. Like I, most of the time, it's the other way around. It's a mother trying to work seven days a week, trying to provide for her kids. And on top of that, you know, mothers, they, they are easily assisted um, by others, uh, like, for you know, the system designed to help them more so than a dad. So for you to, you know, do it, um, it's, it's really outstanding. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, I, I, you're, you're, it's, you just, it's nice that you say assistance because, you know, it ain't, it ain't just it hasn't just been myself. I have had a lot of support with Tia. Um, and, and the things she's done to take in my children and the, the uh, changes and the things that she implements into them. And it does, it does reflect when I have them. Like I know Tia taught them that, you know, in that sense. And then mom, she always has them. My mother, she, she has them for me when I work the weekends. Um, she has them for me. And you definitely can see where she in, implements into them and it reflects. That's so awesome. Yeah. That's so awesome. Uh, mother mm-hmm. Snead, she's, she's dead on. I think uh, as I go through a lot of things, uh, activities. I see more dads at the at the soccer games. Mm-hmm. I see more dads at the t-ball games, um, which is just wonderful. For, like just, uh, you know, I like we had the conversation before. Like I don't really believe in roles. I think um, as far as genders go, I just feel like as long as you're doing uh, a part, uh, you, you're doing the right thing. So yeah, dads are more hands-on. I think also with the work scheduling and women women fighting for work positions, it allows fathers to have more times with their, with their kids. Yeah, like now women are working, uh, or, you know, just more hours, more jobs. Uh, so that dads don't have to work 12 hours. They can work, you know, eight hours and then they're home for the rest of the day. So that, that also helps. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So Chuck, you're a newlywed. Before you got married, we did the podcast. Why do men get married? How's the newlywed life going? 
I don't. You didn't text me to like that. You didn't text me to go like that. I thought I did. I got that message. I got let that me, message. Let me go. Thanks, Gary. I was about to say. I, I thought I did. Um. Let me say this. It's it's crazy. You you danced your butt off at your wedding. He had a black. I never whole seen time. like that before. I took so many videos and I keep rewatching them and just cracking up. Chub, I didn't. I didn't know you had so many moves. I'm like, you got more moves than me. Who you been dancing with? You always say I can't dance. You just, you know, I never have a reason to. But you know, you celebrating. I, I didn't even drink like that. I wasn't even. I wasn't just all in to my day. So that's what's up. it was. I don't know what kind of vibe I was feeling, but it was great. Yeah, yeah. That was a good day. That was a good for dance floor. Sure. I had two, actually three, really good speeches. Um, one given by both of you, and the other one given by Dom. So um, you guys, really, I, I, I always look forward to hearing what people have to say about those situations. How can you wrap up a lifetime of relationships in five minutes or less? And you guys did a really, a really good job of that. So thank you for those. Oh, you're welcome. Okay. Sure. I, I, I will say I my newly wed life. Too emotional. Like I didn't want to be up there like with an ugly cry. So <laughs> <laughs> I can't <laughs> Yes, we know. <laughs> we know. You be y'all both be about to make me cry. Like, All right, change the subject. All right, so uh, let's talk about something different. But we both be in here crying. Yeah. All right. Back to the oh, moment. It's uh I, you and I had a conversation, really good conversation the other night. Mm. Uh it's it's been a it's been a learning experience so far. Uh, but I do know that just knowing that I'm married and I think about it all the time is that uh there there are ups and downs and you have to work through them and there's no it's just no giving up for me. So uh, I think I, I have been telling people, telling you, and a few other people I talk about it with. Uh, you know, how do, how do, what do you do? How do you do with your life? Like, uh, like I want to do this, she wants to do this. How do you manage those things? So communication, I think we just got to work on that better. But other than that, like being married is great, honestly. Uh, just knowing that I'm never going to give up always lets me know that I just, I have to figure it out. Like I can't just let it go. Yeah. So, uh, so. Um, you know, we just have to work through things. Uh, I, I would still encourage people to get married. I, I think I don't know if I was having this conversation with you, Derry or Don, but I was just saying that everyone thinks that uh, I'm, I'm in a rut. I can't get out of it. So I'm just going to start a new relationship, not knowing that you're going to get into that same rut into your next relationship. So why don't you just work on the one you're in, you know, because it's just going to repeat itself. So, right, right. Yeah. That's all it is. This level's to it. That's great. Sure. You definitely got to do the work. <laughs> yes. It's not easy, but what, I, what was the show you and Sh- you and Sean were talking about? Uh, the speech, the things that you can't say. <laughs> huh? I'm learning. I'm learning the things that I can't say. Remember, you couldn't like oh, Antonio couldn't call you sensitive. Yeah. And, the uh, hot button words. So, oh, yes, okay. I haven't word. listened to that one yet. Yeah. I'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm learning things that I can't say, or you you just have to articulate with more uh, more sensible words. So mm-hmm. 
like, babe, I love you, but I really need you to wash the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make it plain. <laughs> so, good yeah, for you, that's sir. It, that's it, that's it. <laughs> good for you. So, you mentioned communication like that's the number one thing you have to work on and I, I i believe that in a lot of my podcast that's the number one thing that married couples said is communication and um even when yeah. i did the podcast cousins chat part one with dominic and buzz they said the same thing communication so i'm gonna shoot y'all the same question that i shot them and that is what do you wish women knew And there you can go first. Oh, that was a, that was a deep breath, Chuck. What do what do I wish that women knew? Um, I wish women, and I'm sorry for my um, I'm only speaking from my experience. Would oh, uh, I gotta do a disclaimer? I, no, no, I'm only speaking from my experience. I don't, I, and it, it works both ways, but I'm just saying in my most instances. I feel like there's a lack of accountability. I can't express that enough. There's a lack of account. No, I haven't come across too many women that say, you know what, you're right. I'm sorry. I messed up. How can I make this up to you? You know, I've always been the one that always felt like uh, I always had to have the uh, um, the big, bigger person. I felt like I had to be the bigger person. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's something I wish that women knew about accountability. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I, I really can't. That's that's really. I just want them to, you know, the logic behind things that happen instead of emotional parts of it. Just understand mm-hmm. the logic behind the things that happen, and also realize that, you know, just as hard as it on you for having gender roles, it's hard on us to have gender roles as well. Yeah. Let's so. let's 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 visit that a little bit, Derry. Let's visit it. The gender roles being hard on men. I just. Because I like hearing a, a, a man's perspective. I was telling um, Dominic in the last podcast that Ch- um, Antonio can tell me something and I can hear it. But when I hear other men say it, like it kind of it drives home the point a little bit more. So mm-hmm. but Antonio and I have never talked about male gender roles. But go ahead. I want to hear your thoughts. On male gender roles? Mm-hmm. Just that pressure of like I've been having to provide and mm-hmm. not have the same backup as women who who struggle that provide because women can easily go get um and, and men can do it too but it's not as easy because they they tell you if you go apply for some type of government assistance or support that you make too much money for for what you're doing okay. and it's like with okay with this income um now i gotta go live in a, a, a environment that's i don't feel may not be safe for my children so i feel like that's where your income pushes you to inner city things when you don't want to be a part of the inner city um in a certain way, like for schooling and things like that, just because of my experience. Um, mm-hmm. I can't speak on other cities, but I'm only speaking on my city and, and Detroit. I'm from Detroit. Um, but that that gender role and to uh, like, there's no one to, uh, you got to pick yourself back up. You know, like I said, the the, the support that um, you can get for for being a woman because they know that your the vulnerability versus a man's vulnerability is yeah. different. So you will get more support a woman will, you know, more somebody give you more a little bit more security and things like that. Um, make sure when they call you, make sure you got it home safely or and the kids got in safe, things like that. Um, those 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 things lack. So and, and we also have to um, be stronger. We have to be the strongest of everything that's happened around us. Mm-hmm. Um, and also we have to the cool. We have to have the 
the coolest head and and you know in, in very vicious situations should I say or um you know just very high intense situations where you got to keep everybody calm like that's your responsibility you know you don't want nobody going into a panic so yeah the, the our roles are 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 different but it's still pressure yeah what's your thoughts to what what do you wish men, um, women knew I like the theory did say accountability because uh um sometimes if I'm right uh just say that I, I'm not gonna go get you know, start dancing around the room and cut one like, yeah, you knew I was right the whole time. That's that's just not my character. Because I won't hesitate. You know, I'm like, you know what, you're right. You're right about that. I, it, exactly. It's like perfect that you know. It's like now you can help me with something I don't know. Aren't we supposed to be learning from each other? Like if you always right, how much are you actually learning? So and and then if you're if you're not if I'm right and we're having this debate and you don't believe that I'm right one of the things I wish women knew is that we don't speak your language. We use more simple words. We use more like what we, what women say in six sentences, a man can do it in a head nod. So women have to, I don't want to say dumb it down, but you got to be able, I wish you knew that all you have to do is articulate what your issue is, because if you just say this, that, or whatever, and you know, and then I'm listening and I have no idea what you said, and I say, I don't know what that means. Can you explain it to me? There's no need for you to get frustrated. You just got to think, how can I help him understand this? Because we don't, we honestly just don't speak the same language. I don't, I don't know what that is. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so no, I, no, no, I, we read a book about that. Like when we were um, about to get married and I wish I knew the name of that book, but it's not coming to me right now. But one, one tool that I learned because I can always tell when I'm talking to Antonio where I lost him, but I'll say, what did you hear me say? And when he repeats it back to me, it's like, oh no, that's not what I said. <laughs> and so we, we work on it. We work on it again, but yes, you, we, we do have to keep things more simple. You, you know, it's funny that you um, say that, Chubb. I, I never, I wasn't even thinking about that. Like, yeah, like I remember, it's, it's just sometimes, I don't know if it's my ADHD or what, but I'll be listening to a woman talk. And once she goes into that kind of a rant kind of a thing, like how her day was and all the BS that happened, like, I, I don't know, but she'll lose me because it's not like straight to it. You got to tell me all the inside stories. Oh, I walk in, I got my lunch, I got a coffee. Like, hold on, what happened? <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I think that's uh, that's one of the the bigger things just like you just gotta just start be able to articulate what's what the issue is what's wrong what you need done because a lot of times yes it, it may put something on our plate that we didn't want to add to our plate but in the, if we know in the end it's just it's going to make you happy or shut you up we'll just do it <laughs> <laughs> that part that part i'm editing that out <laughs> No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> oh man, y'all are great. So, uh, I would say then, um, I wish I don't. I don't, maybe just for my wife that a lot of times what we feed off your energy. Um, mm -hmm. So I wish women knew if you're in a bad mood, we want depending you on the personality mood. of the man. 
Yeah, like we feed off that. Like honestly, when the when the when a man is upset for some reason, I don't. Maybe he he's better at controlling or hiding his emotions. Some I'm not gonna say all, but uh, so like the kids may know not not know dad is upset. But when a mom's upset, it's like the whole house feels yes everything. If she's happy, the whole house is happy. She, everybody's excited. When mom start yelling, everybody turning their heads. When dad yells, like ah, dad, there he go again yelling about something else. You <laughs> <laughs> <He> always yelling. <laughs> so uh, a lot of times the vibe mom controls uh, the vibe of the house. So yeah. I wish women knew, like, hey, when you're upset, whatever you got to do for whatever I got to do to help you get out that rug, you let me know. Because you're upset, everybody. They scared to do everything. Like I don't know, mommy seems upset. I don't want to go and ask her if I can color. So. <laughs> yeah. See, Antonio doesn't yell though. Like it he's takes a, calm a lot. He's super calm. Like it takes a whole lot for Antonio to be mad. And when they hear it in his voice, they'll come to me and they'll be like, "Mommy, daddy's mad." It's it's very rare. And he doesn't show it, especially to our girls. But I know him so I can see it, and I just give him his space until he's ready. And bless mm-hmm. his heart, when I'm mad, he tries to fix it. But I want him to give me space like I give him space when he's mad. So I have to tell him, just give me a minute. Because I don't, I don't want, like, our house to be, like you said, when mom's mad, like, everybody now? knows it. Like, I don't... I don't want that. Like, just everybody's give me a minute, you know, give me some space, and then I'll, I'll get it together in a few minutes, and you know, the whole house will be happy again. Right, right. Yeah. Right. Thanks, Chubb. That was good. That's, that's so true. That's so true. Do you, Derry? Do you yell? Uh, I yell at my kids after I probably told them like ten times to stop doing something, and then I get stern. Um, yeah. So I don't, I don't yell often. I'm not a yeller. I, I I talk like this and spank you, and then tell you why I spanked you. <clears throat> so you see me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, but you, I like the follow through you did with um. So what'd you say, Chad? I said I know you don't like when I say that, but I said my kids are bad, so I do a lot of. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Derry, I like the follow through you did with DJ the other day when you said, you know, say good morning or I'm going to take your tablet away. Like, you gave him options. That's the skill they teach us in um, ECE. You give them an option and then if they don't do what the option is, you tell them the consequence and then you make them, you follow through on that consequence. And you did that step by step with DJ the other day and I said back, like, come on, Derry. Yes. Like you know, I he, you good to him, and it's no reason for him not to speak to you every morning. So uh, he got to know he got to speak, and you know, speak when spoken to. You always tell him good morning, mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. he got to practice that. And we have that speech. I give him this speech every day before we get out the car. Yeah, that's what my that's what my thing is. Like, all right, I told you we here now. It's action. All right, well, give me that because you don't know that. Give me that. I, I gave you the option to act right. You don't want to act right. Yeah. But. but back to what you were saying, I heard you, Chubb, that you're a, a yeller. And I am too. <laughs> but as I was growing up, before I had children, I always said I wasn't going to be a yeller because my mom was a yeller. But yeah, I'm a yeller. And it's not because I want to be, but it's because if I tell you something one time and you don't do it, 
I'm gonna say it again a second time, and then it's it's not gonna be a third time. Like we we yelling, but I'm I'm working <laughs> on it. <laughs> and, and what's crazy is that that's that's the warnings right there. Like those are signs that like people are are growing to they get warnings. Like you get one or two warnings, and then it gets serious th- the third time. And I just want my kids to make it right the first or second time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Parent, so. Parenting is hard, but we're doing our best. We trying. And I commend all of y'all. I think you, you all do a good job with all our circumstances. Thank you, Derry. Right back yeah. at you. <laughs> right you, back Derry. at you. All right. My last <laughs> question for y'all is, what are your thoughts? What do you think the Davis family legacy is? That, anybody ooh. can lead. That's a deep question. I'm gonna say love. I, mm-hmm. I, 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 there's no other love that I've ever experienced than the Davis family. Even though my mother's side, they do show love, and I get that one kind of love from one of my mom's brothers. But um, and no disrespect to any of her other brothers, but one of my mom's brothers, he definitely shows love like the Davis family does. But we, the love there, it's it's just, it's, I feel like it's all love. We're always happy to see each other. Um, we, we know how to have a good time with each other and it's a lot of us and we still maintain a, a thick relationship because it could be a group of a lot of people and over years they kind of everybody kind of do their own thing we still mm-hmm. try to find time to make time for us because how much we enjoy each other's company right so I feel like a little kid back in the day when I get back around y'all exactly exactly yeah but that's one thing Antonio you know he watches us and he says Y'all family is not perfect, but one thing y'all got right is the love. Yeah. What you yeah. think, Chad? Uh, I agree 100%. Uh, I couldn't think of anything else. Um, you know, I had, I didn't uh, put one of my aunt's names on my invitation to my wedding. So she called me and told me that she... Uh, she called me and told me that she uh she didn't like that that she wasn't invited or her name on invitation but you know how she felt about it but it's the fact that she 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 called me she told me that something was wrong and that she still loves me and then you know she encouraged me to 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 join a few things with her so like just the fact that it was it was very big of her it was very you know it was very comforting that i always worry like well, i hope this person is going to feel hostile or, you know, not want to talk to me. Because, you know, people can do that sometimes. And the fact that she, like, just came clean with me was uh, was perfect. Uh, and I, I feel that same way every time um, there's something that happens. If anyone in the family, all we got to do is get back around each other. Uh, and, you know, let some music play, get the barbecue going, conversation, reminiscing, and we're back solid again so it's like that's like really you know what family is is for so yeah um, and our mm-hmm. kids see that you know we saw that with our aunts and uncles and then we our relationships are the same way so. absolutely um, so i agree with that 100 percent. when i have the girls over when it's avery and caselyn and my girls i'm like thinking about me, Chloe and Sean and Nay and what stories they're going to be saying to each other about the memories they created here. Like we have in our cousins chat, like we all remember being at our aunt's house or uncle's house and the specific things we got 
from those aunt and uncles. Like we remember Auntie Joyce for the for the good food. You know, we remember and the good discipline. The good discipline. <laughs> I was about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> the naps we had to take, but I understand her. I understand it too. As when I'm an adult, why she made us take them naps. <laughs> You know, and Uncle Sam and, and the, the good talks, the heart to hearts, like it's just it's a it, family is a beautiful thing. And it's it's beautiful like as a parent now, just to watch the children grow up and the memories they're gonna create with each other. Mm-hmm. Amen. You said amen. Amen. Come on, amen. <laughs> That's all I have for y'all today. That's what's thank up. Y'all, thank y'all for joining me. I appreciate you for having me on here too. It was fun. Yeah, for sure. I'll have you back. All right. All right. I love y'all. Love you too. Very love you tough. too. I hope you make it to your destination with all those uh, blinking sounds. Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm 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 home. My kids are just running crazy. So. <laughs> all right. So tell everybody I said hi. There, I'll see you in the morning. Yes, ma'am. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. All right. See you. See ya. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Story Tell Her. I hope this story encouraged you, made you think, but more importantly, inspired you to share your story for God's glory. Until the next chapter, this is Montia Imagini signing off. <laughs>